0: I'm Michelle Morvan in the marketing department of Callaway's Nursery. Dallas-Fort Worth is our home. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, here's Neil.
1: Thank you, Michelle. Good morning. It's nice out there, brisk but nice. Hope uh, hope the frost didn't get anything at your place. And welcome to our program. We're here to talk about urban gardening for the next two hours. Mike Bass is running the boards and answering the phones, and right up front, I'll ask you to give me a call if you have a plant question, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. This program began in 1978, it's been on three radio stations, and uh, here since uh, 2010, and it might become a routine for me. I hope so. I hope it's a routine for you as well. Pick up the phone and give us a call. Callaway sponsors this hour, and I hope you'll get into Callaway's today. Hope you'll let them know that you appreciate the sponsorship. Talk to a manager or assistant manager. Those are the people that go who go to the meetings, and those are the people who can say, hey, we're hearing uh, nice things, and, and our sponsorship is paying off, so please do that. 800-288-WBAP, 800 Two eight eight nine two two seven. Lines are all open as we begin the program this morning, and let's uh, rectify that. Let's get them all filled up as we, as we begin the program, and um, that's all there is. We'll uh, see how we fare as things thaw out in the next hour or two. Some of your tender plants, if you didn't cover them, may be frosted or lost. Uh, that's gardening for you. You may have to start over on things. If you jump the gun, the average date of the last killing freeze in the Dallas-Fort Worth area is, uh, is right about now. And so this is about a 50-50 chance if you planted something today that you would have one more killing freeze or more. Um, if you are farther north, you gain, uh, let me rephrase that, you lose a week of the growing season. Uh, For every 100 miles, you go north. So uh, 100 miles farther north out of Dallas-Fort Worth, you can figure that it's going to freeze uh, at least one more time a week from now, on average, every year. That's just the yearly average. And uh, so forth, all the way up into the Midwest. And so they don't have very long growing seasons when you keep going north. Anyway, that's enough of that stuff. I'll let you do the figure, and and it also translates uh, going south in Texas. 800 288 WBAP 800-288-9227. We begin the program each Sunday morning with a visit with Steve Huddleston, the public relations manager of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. Steve joins us live right now. Steve, good morning. Good morning, Neil. It's always nice to hear from you, and I know you have a lot of great things going on at the
2: Botanic Garden. Let's just start with those. What's happening? Well, this past week was spectacular. Uh, We have thousands of tulips in bloom. You know, we planted about, well, we planted 250,000 bulbs last fall, and most of those were tulips. So they're blooming now, and they are utterly spectacular. They are planted throughout the entire garden, but most of the tulip beds are concentrated uh, in the beds across the road from our cafe. So uh, there you will see thousands of tulips, and the colors this year uh, are peach, orange, salmon, uh, just beautiful blends up and down the hillside across the road from the restaurant. They are spectacular, and
1: uh, hats off. I'm getting so many nice comments from people who have been there, uh, photos that uh, they're taking. Uh, Stephen Chambly was uh, just uh, so pleased with photos that he showed. It's, it's just a, a beautiful display. And this is the, what, what Steve's going to tell you right now. We have not rehearsed, and I haven't told him I want to ask this, but what he's going to tell you is true of all botanic gardens in Texas and true of all commercial plantings in Texas. What do you do with the bulbs when you're finished, Steve?
2: Well, we toss them uh, simply because uh, tulips uh, will not survive the high salt. The high soil temperatures of our summers they don't come back reliably so we must treat them as an annual
1: yeah and and the, the spring display is is just a beautiful display but folks don't frustrate yourself you, you'll try it once. You won't try it a second time. And botanic yeah. garden managers did that back in the nineteen twenties, and they said, mm, "I don't think we're going to do that again." <laughs> so that's that, and uh, there that question is answered. And maybe I'll save you a few hundred times tomorrow, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, let's talk about your featured yeah. Let's talk about your featured plant for this week, and it comes out of the viburnum genus, and that's a. It, we're kind of in an interesting place for viburnums because we have some of the northern viburnums that do pretty well in the south we have some of the southern viburnums that try to struggle through our winters. Tell us about this mm-hmm.
2: one. Well, I love the viburnums, and one of my favorite is burkwoodii, or the Burke Wood viburnum. Uh, it is blooming throughout the garden. Now, this is a shrub that gets about six to eight feet tall. Uh, it's a semi-evergreen with an open, airy growth habit. So it's not real dense, not terribly compact, open and airy. And for that reason, it makes a nice backdrop uh, in a perennial border or uh maybe a you know a a slight screen of some sort uh but uh, anyway this is a plant that you want to put in full sun or dappled shade and give it moist well-drained soil then in the spring this time of the year it produces uh three and a half wide three and a half inch wide clusters of waxy white flowers that have a wonderful clove-like fragrance that Fragrance is just wonderful. Uh, you want to use this, again, as an accent plant, a screen, or as a backdrop for smaller shrubs. Uh, we have some at the main entrance of the garden, in the Fuller Garden, and in the Four Seasons Garden. The uh, viburnums
1: like that one are not easy to find in the nursery trade sometimes. You have to look. You, sometimes you have to go to a, a real nursery, a, a, yes. a, a, a plant uh, place that, that sells real plants, not just the... The uh, uh, things that come off the assembly line. So that's a lovely plant and and good deal. What events do you have going on?
2: Well, we're, uh, World of Orchids is still underway, uh, very much underway through April ninth. Uh, our conservatory is filled with thousands of live, blooming orchids of all shapes, sizes, and colors, arranged in breathtaking displays. Uh, the exhibit is open daily from nine a.m. to five p.m., with last tickets sold at four thirty, so that people have thirty minutes to. View the exhibit before we close at 5. Visitors may pay to see the Orchid exhibit alone or pay to see a combination of the Orchid exhibit and the entire garden. Members uh, pay a discounted price for the Orchid exhibit. Melt Ice Creams will be selling its specialty flavor made just for this exhibit. That flavor is vanilla jams. Uh, Melt Ice Creams will also be selling other popular flavors every Saturday and Sunday during the exhibit from 12 to 5. How
1: fun. All right, that's World of Orchids, now through April 9. Tickets are available, all kinds of other information available at the website of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden, which is fwbg.org, and uh, just the initials of the organization, Fort Worth Botanic Garden, fwbg.org. Steve, what is the 24-hour information phone line for people who want to hear a recorded message?
2: Yes, that is 817-463-4160.
1: All right, and then the most important message on a beautiful day like today, how do they find you?
2: We are just north of I-30 on University Drive across from Trinity Park.
1: Is there anything special we need to tell people about parking or about uh, you know, people who haven't been out for a couple of years in terms of um Uh, how it is laid out now. Things have changed a little bit in the last two or three years. Anything we need to tell people?
2: Well, most of the parking, well, you enter the main entrance on University Drive, and we have ample parking in front of the garden center, what we call the north and south lot. But if those fill up, we direct people around to our weekend parking lot, which is on the I-30 Access Road right before you reach Montgomery Street. And we had to use that lot this past week because last week was spring break, and, I mean, people were in the garden in mass so uh if that's the case today people overflow park, overflow parking is in the weekend parking lot uh just before you get to montgomery street
1: and you have folks uh, on site to direct them if that happens yes yes all right all right all right good deal not a place you want to be if you're confused as to where where to yes. go for parking But uh, there will be people there to help you. All right, Fort Worth Botanic Garden, fwbg.org. All that information is there. And this is my friend, Steve Huddleston. Thank you, Steve. Well, thank you. You bet. Talk to you next Sunday morning. That report sponsored today by the great people at Arborological Services. Does your landscape have a tree? Is that tree pretty important to you? Then it would make sense to contact the folks at Arborological Services for the finest in tree care. You take care of your pets, take care of your trees. They're very valuable to the, to the home and to the landscape. Arborological Services, they are strictly local, but they have a toll-free number. Makes it sound like you're calling out of state, but you're calling right here locally. 866 552 7267. They have a cast of, uh, of uh, uh, a staff that is second to none anywhere in the state of Texas. They have 12 International Society of uh, uh, Arboriculture Certified Arborists, ISA Certified Arborists, ready to help you. Three of their people have been named Arborists of the Year for the great state of Texas. They have a 13-time Texas State Tree Climbing Champion, Miguel Pastanez. He heads up the crew that comes to our house and uh, just a, a wonderful bunch of people. They give back to the community a great deal as well. They are the only people who will ever touch our trees. If you have trees that need just regular maintenance, as all trees do, they ought to come to your house once or twice a year just to make sure that the trees are being cared for properly. If you have trees that need special TLC. They are the people who should come to your house and work on the trees. If you have trees that need heroic tree care, uh, some something such as uh, maybe lightning arresters in the trees, or some kind of cabling or bracing, or or root uh, help, because there's construction coming through. These are the people you want to call. Contact information: eight six six 552-7267 on the web it is arborological.com on facebook arborological services inc twitter at the tree experts and the website is the name arborological.com arborological services i'm sam with
2: Callaway's nursery in little elm we're proud to present this hour of neil sperry's texas gardening and now back to neil
1: Thank you, Sam, very, very much. He's been a friend a long time, and he has been given a, a pretty important job there at uh, a very busy store. Uh, boy, Little Elm is changing so quickly. First call today, Jeff in Argyle. And uh, Jeff, thank you for calling. How can I help you this morning?
3: Well, thanks for taking my call, Neil. Hey, I planted yes, a sir. teddy bear magnolia a couple of years ago, and I've yet to get a bloom off of it.
1: It, that's uh, that's not uncommon with that's not uncommon with magnolias when they're first planted, uh, just as we don't expect uh, 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 to have children when we are in our early teens or you know it, it, plants have to develop a maturity and it needs to grow vigorously it needs which which they, they do grow vigorously they just don't get large so just hold the faith it's also had uh, exposure to a couple of really bad winters. Um, they it'll come along just uh, give it give it some uh, TLC with fertilizer and water this spring and uh, hold the faith because it's been through a a rough couple of years two bad winters one horrible summer and uh, it's struggling to get established has it uh, maintained a really good dark green color and good foliage you're in a good area for for magnolias the soils in argyle are better than most of us have
3: yeah, it, it was really good. This year, This year, uh, a lot of the leaves have have uh, got partially brown around the edges because uh, this winter was, seemed to be tougher on it than the last one. But, uh, well, that browning
1: around yeah. the edges may have been last summer with all the dry weather. Is there any chance it got too dry at some point uh, in the first couple of years that you've had it? Did it dry out too much one time or more than one time?
3: I, I don't think so. I've been pretty religious about deep watering it.
1: All right. Reason I ask that is all it takes is one, and I've done this many times through my life. Uh, all it takes is one time that you let a plant get a little too dry and it takes it a couple of years to recover. I tend to do that more with hollies than I do with magnolias simply because I have so many hollies. But if that's not the case, then then that one doesn't apply. But just be patient. Magnolias do not bloom. I had a have a little gem. It's not had have, uh, and it didn't bloom for five or six years, and now it blooms very well every year, and it has for the last twenty five hmm. years. But the first several years, it didn't bloom at all.
3: Yeah, so I, just, I just planted hanging a little, there. Yeah, I planted a little gem before, and they they do very well. Uh, is there any kind of special fertilizer I should treat it with? If no, it's
1: going to bloom on new growth, and so you need to use a nitrogen fertilizer. Same thing you use on turf grass. Just be triply careful with, with uh, magnolias that you don't use any weed and feed fertilizer around them. Uh, yeah, the, I don't, A lot I, of the I, weed and feeds have atrazine in them, and, and atrazine is sudden death, sure death, to magnolias especially. But if okay. you're just using a regular lawn food that's a high nitrogen or all nitrogen, you're good.
3: All righty. Thank you, sir. You have a great day.
1: Appreciate your call. Oh, I will. Thank you very, very much. All right, we'll come back. And uh, we have uh, Lucia in A- Alito and uh, Robert in Arlington. I now have your uh, line open for you. It's 888, eight, eight, I'm sorry, let's try that again. I put about nine digits in the <laughs> in the area code. It is 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Phrase, Lone Star Gardening is my book. What can I tell you that I haven't told you already about the book? I don't know that there is anything other than, uh, well, I've told you that, that I'd really like to get a copy uh, to you, uh, and and I'll make it worth your while. I, I realize that you're buying something you probably have never seen before, unless you're buying it as a gift or unless you saw it somewhere, and in those cases, then you have seen it. But if you've never seen it, and you say, well, that's just a pig and a poke. I don't get to go to a store. don't get to look at it on Amazon what's this about? Well, I understand that. But there were a couple of reasons I decided not to put it in those marketplaces. One is if you go to a bookstore uh, uh, as, a, as an author and you want to put your book in the bookstores, you have to go through a distributor. There goes a markup. You have to go through a sales rep and, and the store puts a markup on it. And probably we had to go through a publishing house uh, because they're the only ones who get the ears of the distributors. And all of that is markup, 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 and this book would have ended up costing 50 or 55 $60. It has 840 photos and 344 pages. It's a significant book. And I decide, you know, I won't sell nearly as many, but I can sign every copy and uh, I can keep the price down. And if I sell it myself, and that's so that's what I'm doing. I'm not trying to make the maximum dollars, and goodness knows I'm not making as much as I made on the old cowboy boot book simply because uh, I'm a single guy, or one person, I'm married, but one person uh, selling the book. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. Now, I'll tell you about the book quickly because I'm running out of time. It has 11 chapters that cover every aspect of outdoor gardening for every county in the state of Texas. This is the book I finally Wanted on all the other books. Uh, I chose my editor, I chose my graphic designer, and we three built this book. So, if you'd like to see what it is, I guarantee every penny that you invest in it, or I'll refund it. 78,000 copies sold and not one request for a refund. That's the best I can do for you. It's thirty-six ninety-five, and here are the two ways you can buy it. You call my office Monday through Friday, business hours, 800 752 grow G-R-O-W. Basically, all you have to remember is that 752 part. 800-752-GROW. And the better way is to order it right now from neilsperry.com. The vowels in my first name are in alphabetic order. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. 88 WBRoofing.com. And once you get the roof fixed, let's fix the foundation. Maybe it doesn't need to be fixed. Get Advanced Foundation Repair out to take a look at your foundation. They will do a free home inspection. If there is a problem, they will identify it, show you where it is, what it is, how bad it is, and they will tell you what it would cost to repair it. And if Advanced Foundation Repair fixes it, it is fixed for the lifetime of the home. You have their guarantee on it, transferable from owner to owner to owner. That is the best it can be. And I've been telling you that for 27 years, I've gotten plaudits back for them. They're really a great company. They've done work at our home. They did it quickly, they did it carefully. I paid the regular rate, didn't ask for any discount. And our home was made whole once again. We had a, a problem with one particular room that was added onto our house, and boy, they just snugged it right on up again. Advanced Foundation Repair. Now, before I took them on as an advertiser, I did a lot of research, and their customers were really happy with the work that they did for them. To a person, 15 out of 15, it was a, a 100% unanimous all thumbs up. You'll be the same way. Advanced Foundation Repair. Call for that free home inspection. 214 214- Three 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 zero 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 three, foundationrepairs.com plural, foundationrepairs.com. It's advanced foundation repair. Two one four three 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 zero 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 three.
4: Neil sparring Callaways go back since our nurseries open. I am Gilbert with Callaways on Lemon Avenue, and now back to Neil.
1: Thank you, Wilbur. very, very much. He has been with them a long time as well. They have a lot of veteran people. All right, let's go back to the phone lines. We go to Lucia in Alito. This is Neil. Good morning.
0: Good morning, Neil. It's a pleasure to get to talk to you. Um, Thank my husband you very and i much. my husband and I loved a vegetable garden, and we have raised beds uh, significantly raised so that we don't have to bend over so much. And last mm-hmm. year, we had issues with fungus in these brand new these are all brand new beds, brand new soil. Um, we did use some of the composting material we had composted throughout the year of leaves and um, mostly leaves. Um, we, dealt, we dealt with fungus. We lost almost half the plants. We did treat the soil, we did do the drenches, and we saved, like I say, we saved half the plants. Is there What are
1: fungus this- did you have? Did- no, I knew what, you going hang ask on me a second that question. Yeah. Did you I have it know. identified by the plant disease lab at A and M or anybody who No,
0: I uh, had it identified. It to, no, I had it I took samples of it to um a local nursery and the interesting thing about these is the the tomato plant would totally wilt. It'd be perfect one morning. That night it would be totally wilted and the next day it'd be dead. And I lost three that way very quickly. What month? What month, dear? Do you remember? Um, They were fully grown. So I, I would have to say it was May or June. Yeah, probably June. All right.
1: All right. And your raised beds had really great drainage out the bottoms or the sides?
0: Really great drainage.
1: All right. Because that sounds like overwatering. That's a really a strange. Uh, uh,
0: we are using I, a drip irrigation on the bottom. You know, at the at the lower levels of the plants. Yeah. Ground level. Once I treated all of the plants that were existing yeah, I, in this box, they they survived. Yeah, the and reason I, I keep interrupting you
1: is because. The reason I keep interrupting you is because I need to know what the fungus is. There just aren't a lot of soil-borne funguses that are going to do what you're describing. Um, One of the things uh, that uh, would concern me would be nematodes in the soil, uh, microscopic soil-borne worms that would have left knots on the roots, and you didn't notice anything like that. I've got a newscast in about 45 seconds I have to hit hard on, but but, uh, you didn't see any of that on the roots when you took the plants out, did you?
0: I don't think so.
1: All right, uh, there. You know, I, you need to find out what the what the fungus was, uh, because it's hard to go any direction at all with a coherent answer without knowing that. Okay. Uh, spider mites early blight is an above ground uh, fungus that will attack the leaves and the stems. Um, and nematodes are below ground, and there are diseases in the soil, but they're just not very common, especially in a good raised bed. Uh, Let me mull on that a little bit. I'm going to put you back on hold. I may need to come back to you. We need to hit the news. I'll be back after this. DFWs. News,
3: talk, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 820 WBAP. And
0: KPLX 99.5 FM HD2,
3: A Cumulus Media Station. Trending now.
5: Surprise visit in Ukraine by Russia's Vladimir Putin. I'm Kimberly James at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk.
0: ClassicChevrolet.com. WBAP first traffic and weather. On
5: the one. Still working Dallas. Accident 35E southbound at Illinois. We've got two right lanes here shut down. Arlington Construction still has closed. 30 westbound between 360 and Ballpark Way. I'm WFA meteorologist Marielle Rubies. After a cold start with temperatures in the 30s and 20s, we'll eventually climb to about 55 degrees under a mostly sunny sky and a light northeast wind. Tonight, temperature drops to about 37 degrees, 59 for the high on Monday. Rain chances do return on Tuesday with temps climbing into the 60s and 70s middle of the week. And now 35 degrees this hour in both Dallas and in Fort Worth. Vladimir Putin travels to Mariupol, Ukraine, meeting with higher-ups to discuss the war and rebuilding.
0: Vladimir Putin makes a surprise visit to a Ukrainian city known for some of the bloodiest fighting since the invasion began. The Kremlin says the Russian president arrived in Mariupol. The war-torn city fell to Moscow in May of last year. Putin reportedly met with his top brass and toured the area. Putin's visit followed his trip to Crimea. It coincided with the ninth anniversary since Russia annexed the peninsula.
5: Marianne Rafferty reporting at least 16 people now known dead following a massive earthquake in southern Ecuador also shaking northern Peru approximately 400 people already reported injured
0: the death toll continues to rise in Ecuador after a massive 6.8 magnitude earthquake hit the South American country we're told multiple people were also taken to the hospital but it's still not clear how many are hurt search and rescue efforts are ongoing again
5: 35 degrees in both Dallas and Fort Worth I'm Kimberly james next news update nine o'clock check back several times throughout your day stay informed with news talk twenty W wbap 1995 fm 2 and wbap.com
1: thank you ma'am let me tell you about wild birds unlimited in mckinney they are on the uh, harden boulevard just south of Tom Thumb, just south of El Dorado Parkway. And I hope you'll get yourself there. 3001 South Hardin Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway, just south of Tom Thumb, to be very precise. And open Monday through Saturday. This is a wonderful store. It's been voted store of the year a couple of times. nationally, and that's by the uh, Wild Birds Unlimited people themselves. What you'll find when you go in the door is a complete selection of everything you could possibly want and need for your wild bird watching and feeding uh, habitat. It's just the greatest place in the world. And and you'll find cheerful employees. They will greet you when they come in and help you. They'll help you find exactly what you need or suggest uh, what you need and uh, they will answer your questions. They know the birds of the area, and they'll be excited as uh, rightfully so when you come in with a photo of a bird that maybe is new to the area or whatever. I, I love this place, and uh, the enthusiasm and the knowledge just uh, are all pervasive. It is a great place to shop. So I hope you'll get into Wild Birds Unlimited. They have a lot of special events. Sign up as one of their frequent flyers. I don't think that is their term. That's mine. I'm I won't patent it it's, uh, I think it's been used a time or two somewhere and uh, but they would like to have you on their uh, on their list for discounts and for alerts to special events that they have things of that sort for your hummingbird needs because uh, hummingbirds are soon going to be arriving in the next couple of weeks they have the most fabulous hummingbird feeders they pretty much have it all when it comes to wild birds and that's why they are Wild Birds Unlimited and uh, So get on in. Again, the contact information is 3001 South Hardin Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway, and uh, you can look them up at the Wild Birds National uh, website, and uh, they'll give you directions uh, uh, on calling and other such things. That's Wild Birds Unlimited in McKinney
6: i need news
1: weather and traffic at the top and 30 minutes fast
6: it's instant it's constant it's up to date
0: News talk 820 wp at 99.5 fm hd2
1: Callaway's nursery has been inspiring gardeners for more than 35 years they've been inspiring me they have fabulous plants fabulous people more than 100 texas certified nursery professionals We'll be talking about that in just a moment, stay with me. They make it possible to have just great landscapes, great gardens, great indoor plants. Fill your world with the bright spring colors of geraniums, impatiens, alyssum, and other cheerful annuals. They have everything you need to give your home an inviting splash of colors, including sensational pottery. Geraniums are great go-to flowers this time of year. You'll love their large, colorful blooms. On top long slender stems, they can also make a beautiful display indoors as a cut flower. They also mix well with other annuals to create a stunning combination of color. Their 6-inch geraniums are on sale now for $9.98. Pair alyssum with your geraniums and enjoy the beauty and incredibly sweet scent. Texans always love Impatience for the mounds of blooms they reward you with. Treasure for both new and experienced gardeners alike. Visit your neighborhood Callaways. This is just a start. This is just the the beginning of all the color that they have at Callaways. They'll reward you. Uh, treasure for both new and experienced gardeners. Your neighborhood Callaways is waiting for you at nine o'clock today. They open. They'll be open until until 6, I believe. I don't know that they change their hours, but I wouldn't be surprised if they will for the summertime. Visit your neighborhood Callaways today. Want to know more? Ask one of their friendly Texas certified nursery professionals. They are ready to guide you and answer your questions about your new plants. You can trust their expert gardening knowledge. Founded in Texas by Texans, you can always count on Callaway's to bring you the very best in plants and advice for our area and everything backed with their 100% satisfaction guarantee. Shop local or order online at Callaway's.com to enjoy their convenient curbside pickup or delivery. Open seven days a week. It's Callaway's Nursery. They are life lived beautifully. They are Callaway's.com. News Talk 820, WBAP 995 FM HD2, and WBAP.com. Back in 1983, a company began business. They were known as Whiz Q Stone, W H I Z Hyphen Q Stone. And uh, that was because the uh, Wisnan family was beginning the business. And young Mike Wisnan was uh, working with his dad. And soon Mike took over, and now his son. Uh, Derek is involved in the business. So they are, they are the team. It's a second and third generation family business leading the Metroplex, turning landscaping dreams into reality. 22 acres of beautiful stone, everything you could possibly want for your landscape. If you're doing retaining walls, they have it in many different options. You're putting in walks, uh, pathways, Patios, they have it. They have all kinds of different options. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's a decorative boulder. They have all kinds of beautiful boulders. Maybe it's river rock or decorative gravel. They have everything you could possibly want. Whiskey Stone can deliver any product that they have on the, on the ground anywhere in the USA. So no problem there. Landscape contractors work with them all the time because they know they have the best stone anywhere in North Texas. And so if you need a referral to a really good landscape contractor who can put the stone in place for you, They can refer you to the best for your area. Visit the experts at Whiskey Stone at their display gardens at 4501 East Loop 820 South in Fort Worth. They're open Monday through Saturday. The address again, 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth. For more information, visit the website whiz-q.com or call them. 817 429 0822, Whiskey Stone, Monday through Saturday, Southeast Fort Worth. I'm Arcadia with Cornelius Nurseries in Spring. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now back to Neil. All right, Arcadia, thank you. Um, I thought that Alicia was going, I'm sorry, Lucia was going to uh, wait with us uh, through the newscast, but I guess she dropped. Um, she, uh, had the raised bed gardens with tomato problems where they suddenly died. Uh, she was thinking last June, uh, just wilted and died uh, overnight. And I talked to her about nematodes and I don't know of any other problems that, uh, would inhabit the soil. I, I, had the couple of minutes there. And I thought, well, I'll just look at, at, uh, the search that I always use, uh, begins with the word university. So it'll put me in some some university doesn't matter to me. It'll be a land grant university, an ag college. And I just entered the, uh, the phrase, uh, uh university soil borne diseases of tomatoes, sudden death. And, uh, thought I'd see what that would pop up. And fusarium wilt and verticillium wilt showed up, but those are not terribly common. And then nematodes root, not nematode. And they are good examples. This is Ohio state that showed up my alma mater. And, uh, Corky root rot, which I have never witnessed, and that's it. That is it. Oh, black dot root rot, which I've never heard of, and that's it. So nothing terribly common. So I, I just, uh, there's something else that is involved. A, a nursery had identified it as, as a fungus, but that's a, a term that gets used just kind of casually sometimes the The term root rot also gets used rather casually. So, uh, I just um, you know when people say that you, you your plant has a fungus, you need to have it cultured. It needs to go into a lab and be put on a petri dish or looked at under a microscope uh, for fungal spores um, by a professional. The Texas Plant Clinic, or otherwise known as the Plant Disease Diagnostic Laboratory at Texas A&M, is what I would recommend. And that way you know what you have. You can't fight it if you don't know what you're fighting. It's a hidden enemy. Let's go back to the phones. we go to Robert in Arlington. Robert, this is Neil. Good morning.
4: Good morning, Neil. Can you hear me?
1: I hear you beautifully. Yes, sir.
4: Wonderful. Thank you for taking my call. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Uh, I live in North Arlington, and uh, I, unfortunately, I put down pre-emergent about two weeks ago in my back lawn, and I'm now saying it's probably too early because it's been very cold, although there were a few days that were in the 70s, which is what led me to do it. So my question is, do I need to do it again, or will it activate once the soils reach 70 degrees?
1: Absolutely. You're fine. Better to be... um two weeks early than one day too late. You're in good shape. The, the only adjustment that you would need to make comes at the other end. Pre-emergent weed killers are effective for about 100 days. And uh, so uh, I, I would I always recommend 90 days later you make your second application. You will be out there I'm going to make this sound like everybody on the block is is listening to me and going to be out there at the same time putting out their pre-emergent. I'd be well doing well if, if one out of 100 is. But 90 days later would put you probably in uh, in May sometime. You'd be out there putting okay. the, the second dose out. Normally I recommend the first two weeks of March and then the first two weeks of June, the corresponding time. Is it too late to for June. me to do it in the
4: front yard at this time? I didn't do the front yard
1: yet. Uh, n- not not with the temperatures we've had, no, sir. I think you can still do it. Yeah.
4: Wonderful. I'll go ahead and yeah, take over. It today. You should
1: be fine. And 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 this is not that precise. The time that you that you really don't want to miss, though, you don't want to let it get warm. Like you were worried, it was getting warm, and it was warm. It was in the almost ninety a couple of days, and that the right. weeds germinate really quickly when that happens. So no, I I think you made a decision. that's very understandable and uh, the, okay. the stall out of the cool weather is not gonna hurt a thing. You're you're doing fine.
4: Great, thank you for that. The other question is, I, I set up a, uh, a light growing system in my house. I wanna grow a vegetable garden in my backyard, and I wasn't sure when I should start the, the indoor lights going.
1: Um, okay, and so what are you trying to grow?
4: I'll be growing vegetables. Onions and...
1: Okay, let me, let me understand. Uh, You're germinating seeds to, to...
4: Yeah, from seeds, yeah. I have grow lights and everything.
1: All right. And so what crops?
4: Uh, just, uh, green onions and, and uh, uh, cabbage and uh, squash and a few other things. No tomatoes.
1: Okay. Yeah, okay cabbage you would have planted in to to have the transplants ready by February 15 so they go in in early January and okay, uh squash yeah kind of uh you could um uh, squash I would plant directly into the ground and that would come probably in about 2 weeks well, I mean you could you could onions. start them in uh yeah I, because I'm of an really onion allergy, too. I don't mess with onions a whole lot. But green onions, I believe, you'll probably uh, sow from seed. I think you probably do those in the in the early fall. I I don't know. I'm I'm not going to claim okay. any prowess on onions. I, no, in fine. the hospital that's with fine. onions, take a uh, take a look on the Aggie Horticulture website, and they'll give you all the directions on the onions.
4: Okay, yeah, just I'm one final question. On if you don't mind.
1: Well,
4: yeah, I'm having a landscaper putting. Uh, Mend the soil for xeriscape, uh, and I'll be I'll be planting some xeriscape plants. The question is, can you recommend a, a textbook on how to maintain you a new xeriscape landscape?
1: There are many of them. I I haven't paid a lot of attention to them uh, to to critique them one to the next. Uh, what I would look at would be uh, I'd see what the uh, gardeners in the uh, uh, Travis County are recommending. That's where there is a great deal of xeriscaping. Uh, Austin area. Um, that's really the hotbed of it all, and and see what uh, what they recommend. Okay. I I always caution people on xeriscaping because there are years when xeriscaping is is really challenged in our area. Uh, 2015 comes to mind when we had 70 inches of rain and the plants that are xeriscape plants drowned. They just couldn't handle all the rain. Oh no! We have those years, and so you have to be very cautious. It's just like bringing plants out of West Texas; they're not native here for a reason. They they can't handle the the wet years, and so they died when it was wet. When they were, uh, you know, maybe they grew here once, but they don't grow here now. Texas sage is a good example of a plant that won't grow natively here because it freezes. It, they look horrible right now because of the last two, two of the last three winters. But anyway, there's a lot of reasons, but if you want to find xeriscaping basics, I think you'll, I think you'll find the best uh, uh, references out of the Austin area. And and they may not be books. They may Tyler, be online said, things.
4: Beg your okay. pardon? You said Tyler? Travis so County, talking? not Tyler. Oh, Travis County. Not okay.
1: Tyler. Travis County. Yeah, not, not Tyler. No, no. Austin. Okay, Travis County up
4: the Austin area. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Got to run. Appreciate your call very much. Thank you, sir. All right. To Brian in Mansfield and J.W. in Coppell, I'll come to you. Let me get this last break of the hour out of the way. We have another hour of the program coming. have one line open at 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Had to look. Forgot the numbers. Let me... Uh, I'll tell you about Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening now and invite you to get a copy because you're not going to lose anything. You either get a book that will help you a great deal and help you save money or you get your money back. Can't lose. It might be the only gardening reference that you'll need on your garden shelf. It's a hardback, 344 pages, 840 of my photos. It was printed in San Antonio and that was on purpose. I wanted a book that said printed in Texas by Texans, not printed in Texas. China. That's where most of the printing goes by the big uh, national publishers anymore and I wanted to go to the press checks just to make sure the book came out exactly the way I wanted it. Chapter one is the basics of gardening in Texas. Things you have to know to get started about the, uh, the rainfall areas of Texas, the the soil types of Texas climatic zones etc chapter 2 is at 48 page calendar four pages per month telling you when to plant prune fertilize and protect all of the plants that you're trying to grow chapters 3 through 11 are comprehensive in great detail on trees shrubs vines ground covers annuals and perennials lawns and fruit and vegetables all of it in there and I did a lot of research and spent a lot of time writing this book. It is finally the book that I always wanted to have for you. I sign each copy as it sells, therefore it is not in stores and not on Amazon. The ways that you can buy it, you either call my office Monday through Friday business hours or you go to my website. To the two ways that you can get the book. It's 36.95, it's on sale. That's a sale price for a limited time. And uh, that's as much as anything, just to say, hey, I know it's tough times for all of us. I'm in that group too. I want some cash flow going, and I just want to help you as well. $36.95, and I'm eating the price rise is what that amounts to. Uh, so if you'd like to get a copy and save some money, this is your chance. And satisfaction completely guaranteed, or I'll refund every penny. The two ways. You uh, call my office Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The better way, though, is to order right now at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. It's Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003. All right, thank you very much. And let me tell you about Mueller right now. This is a great company, and I cherish the chance to tell you about them because I really admire what they've done. Texas uh, uh, started company back, uh, gosh, more than 90 years ago. It seems like these days temporary storage facilities are on every street corner, but there's little math we can do for what you are paying in yearly costs for that storage building a storage room you could own your own metal storage building right there in your own backyard and that happens with a Mueller backyard building their backyard building kits are easy to assemble they come with bolt together designs and they're priced right you keep your stuff at home and you're not throwing away money by leasing storage space you're buying your own building Their kits come in a variety of sizes with more than 30 colors from which to choose, and that adds style to your storage space. If you need a larger storage solution, Mueller's pre-engineered, standard series buildings can accommodate almost any need. Whether it's a smaller place for a lawnmower, a place for cars, boats, or even an RV, you can have peace of mind that a Mueller metal building will protect those treasures at a reasonable price. You can see all of the options at mullerinc.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com, or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. Find a location near you. That's 877-268-3553. They are Mueller. They are made in America, and they are made to last. Muellerinc.com.
6: I'm Ryan Martin with Callaway's Nursery in Plano on Preston Road, where your neighborhood garden center is founded right here in the Metroplex. Callaway sponsors this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening, and now back to Neil.
1: Thank you, Ryan, very, very much. Let's go back to our phone lines, and 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 we'll say again what I said at the beginning of the of the hour. I hope that you will get into Callaways. I know a lot of you are going to be going in today. What a beautiful day it'll it'll turn into, and I hope you'll let the manager or the assistant manager know that you uh, appreciate their sponsorship. I'm going to redouble my effort. Please, as you go through the week please let my advertisers know that you uh, uh, listen to the program and that you're doing business with them. Every once in a long while I lose an advertiser and they say, we couldn't tell if our ads were paying for themselves. And, um, that breaks my heart because we have very high ratings and I know the listeners are out there and I know that I'm doing the best ads I can for them. They're credible advertisers, incredibly wonderful advertisers. And so, I just hope that you'll let them know that uh, that you're grateful for the program and that you uh, are there uh, taking action because of, of their ads. So let them know. Let's go to Brian in Mansfield. Brian, this is Neil. Good morning.
6: Good morning, Neil. I have a question about yes, a, a perennial shrimp plant, uh, just the brand, uh, Gianna, <laughs> however you say it. Anyways, I've grown them for years, and I've always propagated – and cuttings and gave them away to people and everybody likes them the first couple of years and they bloom their tails off. But once they get established after about three or four years, mine just, they don't bloom anymore. And I've had them everything from morning sun, from uh, 11 o'clock to five o'clock sun. And uh, I've read a lot of articles on them and it's just nothing really covering criteria here in north texas on them and some says early morning sun some says uh you know full sun and uh i'm just kind of wondering i mean cuz they're a unique plant and they, you know eye catcher and but they once they get established and pretty stalky they just don't bloom for me
1: all right and they are you have them out in the ground
6: yes yeah,
1: I've never had the luck of getting them through the uh, through the the winter time. They just well, they don't, die uh,
6: back. They die back and come back hardy every year. I cut them down about. Seven yeah, they years. sure
1: die back for me. <laughs> they die yeah, back
6: but, completely. But but they come back every year. I mean the the foliage. I mean they're healthy, but they just don't bloom. Yeah. And I know yeah, I've that's read that where there are tropical differ. plants, and uh, you know they need high humidity and but I can't really find anything in North Texas on, you know, the recommendations on them.
1: Well, I'm, I'm going to have to speak, uh, as a a tropical annual because it does not come back for me. We're colder (laughs) and and that's probably the, the difference. Um, generally when a plant doesn't bloom properly, uh, it is because it, uh, My guess would be, and and Brian, this is just a guess, just absolutely a guess, uh, would be that it either has had a change in its growing environment. For example, trees have become larger and they're shading it uh, more. uh, No, not there. You would have noticed that. uh, Or uh, it's uh, become crowded and, and needs to be divided or given more nitrogen or something. It's just running out of steam because of the growing environment. I don't know beyond that, though. Uh, this is a plant that I uh, don't grow a lot. Um, and I, I tend to grow uh, some of the other uh, shrimp plants, the uh, other other types more. It's a pretty plant. And it oh, yeah, is uh, it is definitely grown not out, generic. It is grown outdoors
6: farther south. Yeah, yeah it no, is grown outdoors. They just don't they just don't bloom and I mean they're the, the how, boys, how
1: vigorous how yeah, how vigorous are the plants, uh, this, the third and fourth years compared to the first year?
6: Uh, third or fourth year, I mean, the growth, the foliage, they are hardy, uh, but no blooms. Of Not worried about
1: hardy. Years. I'm worried about, I'm worried about how vigorous they are. How much growth do you get?
6: Oh, I get, yeah, they, they put off each year new stalks per se and, uh, but now they come back, uh, they're about three feet tall, some are two feet tall. But after the second year, third year, uh, they quit blooming.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm out of time for this hour. My guess would be that they probably are just running out of steam. That's the best I have. I'm sorry. Folks, will be back.